to the Now We're Talking podcast, where we attempt to review the entire UK series of Now That's What I Call Music in chronological order. I'm Harry. I'm Martin. And I'm Jacob. This week we'll be discussing Volume 3, Disc 2 of Now That's What I Call Music. At this halfway point, I do like to just mention some of the songs that charted at this time and didn't appear on Now. So... For Martin, UB40, Cherry O' Baby. Oh, that song is really good. That's, that's, probably, that's probably the best UB40 song. Yeah, I actually yeah. quite like that um, Yeah. Jesse's Girl, Rick Springfield. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Eat It, not my favourite Weird Al song, but I like that Weird Al charted in the UK. Yeah. That's good. This one's bizarre. Sandy Shaw, the singer of Puppet on a String from Eurovision in the 60s, covering Hand and Glove by the Smiths. Oh. Yeah. I um, thought you were going to say, I want to be your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, that's bizarre. Um, Kenny Loggins with Footloose from the film Footloose. Yeah. Let's Hear It for the Boy. That's oh, another great classic for me. Yeah, I, I, I saw that as well. I thought, I can't believe that's so early. I thought that came out in like 90. Have you ever seen the video for that? Yeah, I think so. Where they take the literal like lyrics of the song too far and she's just like each verse she's like there's a different small child like doing something <laughs> and then she like it's like well done and starts oh, dancing oh, with no. them and singing <laughs> about the boy and it's like I don't know if the song is there's one bit where there's like a little like seven year old kid wow. and she's like you know oh saying oh he's my Romeo and my loving one man show it's like oh this is weird it's funny when you say like all these pop songs going around my head as soon as you say Romeo I think two things I think my Romeo Romeo get a good line and I think uh of uh, you Romeo used to Dunn. be my Romeo, <laughs> yeah, oh, Romeo <laughs> So, but then, oh, is Harry, that? Oh, I hope that's coming. Yeah, we'll get that. Oh, that's that's solid. Harry's favourite status quo are back with going downtown tonight. Uh, Roland Rat, who I thought, or actually, you've written it there. Does that say downtown tonight? Yeah, I. Can, <laughs> uh, Roland Rat. I mean, I could sort of imagine him popping up in a novelty song called Ryland's Rat Rap or whatever it was yeah. now, he's, now he's doing Love Me Tender the, the ballad so um, it's before my time so I don't know I guess Roland Rat was kind of like Gordon the Gopher or, yeah, I or Roland Anorak yeah, do you remember, I remember Anorak on yeah, CBC I remember, yeah. I remember Roland Rat I don't and Anorak. yeah I remember Anorak uh, Marilyn You Don't Love Me which isn't on now but was that the one that was on the now 2 VHS no no different Marilyn one yeah that was Crime Be Free yep yeah. Bruce Springsteen Dancing in the Dark Robin the Hooded Man by Clanad, which was, uh, I guess, from the ITV Robin Hood series. My mum loved Clanad, and I hated it. Yeah, my mum likes it. Uh, Billy Joel, The Longest Time. Oh, I love that oh, song. Oh, Smiths, yeah. Smiths again with Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a better one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Elton John, Sad Songs Say So Much. Spandau Ballet, Only When You Leave, which they open with at Live Aid, I think. Oh. And his, this is a true banger that should be on here. When Doves Cry by Prince. Oh, yes. That is a good one as well. That's a good one. You've also got State of Shock by the Jacksons with Mick Jagger. Yeah, that's a good one. Which was originally recorded with Freddie Mercury, and then they couldn't use it for legal reasons. Oh, I do not know that one. Um, Black Lace, I guess that was a, a, a re-release. And finally, I like this, like this chart. 
uh, You Think You're a Man by Divine, the uh, the star of John Waters' films. Well, isn't that Divine. Uh, oh, right. isn't that Stock Aitken Waterman produced song like they did for a load of stuff for Divine? Was like did they? I don't know. Stuff. I just I just love the fact that Divine was. I mean, it was yeah. like 39 in the charts. But, yeah, <laughs> but I think that's they, great. they produced that. So I guess <coughs> this might now we might over the next few start seeing some Stock Aitken. Oh Aitken god! Oh uh, god! We, and we won't stop seeing because you know Pete Waterman produced one of my least favourite songs of all time which is Gareth Gates one anyway yeah. but time to break and that, the first that list is good I might make a list another playlist of now that's not what I call music <laughs> uh, of all the songs that didn't get on because there's loads of good ones. yeah I mean when doves cry you could have that inst- for so, the longest time we, what, brilliant what, what should we put on it mate should we put on uh, when doves cry or should we put on blamange I think Blamange that's the one that's going to stand the test of time let's put that on <laughs> yeah. no bass line yeah, Dove's Cry isn't it yeah no bass on it no bass at all and yet it's still a banger of a tune maybe I'm just like my father do gold yeah edit that bit out but uh... <laughs> <laughs> just on a specific just trying to show you Harry that Co- Cockney music's great you don't like Joe Fagan you don't like Chaz and Dave and they're singing about all the things you like pubs football yeah working class guy stuff what the fuck okay you're not middle class Harry <laughs> take a look at the mouse okay. you hate women that won't shut up as well don't you <laughs> it's about a woman that won't shut up yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, now you like it so <laughs> Here we are. We're on to the vinyl side three or tape side three. Still yeah. vinyl tape. God knows, God knows I want to break free. I've fallen in love. I've fallen in love for the first time. This time I know it for real. What's the See, first song? Just do. I want to break free. Yeah. Mm. One of my favourites. This it's one. Good it's one. good. I like it more than Radio Gaga, definitely. Is this, is this the one where they dress as ladies in the video? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hang on, hang on. Death Watch. Freddie Mercury. He died on 24th of November 91. Yeah. Oh. Never seen he's not with us. Poor Freddie. Good song. Yeah, <laughs> I like this a lot. Yeah, it's it's weird. Some, sometimes the really good songs you don't have much to say about either. You can well, get think, your teeth yeah. into something rubbish. I think the thing is as well, it's like I've heard this song loads before. Mm. So when I listened to it, I wasn't like, oh, this is interesting. I was just like, oh yeah, I like this song. <laughs> it's got some great Brian May guitar in the intro. Some of his sort of oh, yeah. signature bends. Yeah. Oh, like the old Red yeah. Special. Red Special. Yeah. Playing the old Red Special. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this this was a John Deacon, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. John Deacon also wrote uh, "You're My Best Friend." Yeah. Didn't write. The interesting about Queen, I suppose, a bit like the Beatles in that regard. Not many bands where all of them write songs. I mean, they didn't all sing them. Three yeah. out of uh, four of them sang them. But yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a dark horse, John Deacon, because uh, he just retired, didn't he? Didn't yeah. come back for any Queen reunions. Good on him. I like this like, more than tons. Radio Gaga. Yeah, I, 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 I do as well. Yeah, I, like, I do as well. It's a better song. Radio Gaga was uh, Roger Taylor, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Radio Gaga was alright, but it was a bit longer and a bit more repetitive. Yeah. Whereas this one, yeah. I mean, I, after listening to this the other day on Now, I was sort of just walking around singing it. It got in yeah, my head. It's pretty yeah. catchy. Another great Mercury vocal performance, yeah. as always. Yeah. You know? 
And like you say, video's good. Like the video. Oh, everyone yeah. loves the video. I mean, the stock line is, everyone's like, oh, Roger Taylor looks really nice as a girl. Not gay, but Does a banger. He? Right, hold on. Apparently. I'll just have a look at this. I'll just um, have a look. Yeah, I think most people probably forget about the dream sequence in the middle with Freddy sort of really? writhing around on people. Uh, yeah, I forgot e- about that. Eating grapes. and It's done with like a ballet company, so that he's like, there's one bit where he sort of dives on them and they all like roll like logs and he sort mm. of rolls across them and stuff. And that's like his like housewife's dream of being like mm. a dancer oh. or whatever. Oh, he does make a good lady, yeah. <laughs> no, basically, if this was one of those, like, uh, you know, nostalgia shows that you're on Channel 4 clip shows, you'd get someone from Coronation Street be like, yeah, you looked really good as a woman, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's weird. Star on but, uh, it's weird how this song was sort of received in different places. Like In, go on, you're in Britain, we sort of get, like, the, the video, that's fine. We just think it's a bit of fun, you know. Yeah, you know, I always thought it was yeah, just about someone trying to break out of their humdrum existence. Yeah. But in a lot of countries, it's like an anthem of freedom. It's like really sort of revered as this anthem of freedom against oppression. But it was quite controversial in the US because of the the ladies' clothes and things. They didn't like it. They don't like that sort of yeah. thing. Talk about Brazil. Um, I haven't got it written down, but they played a gig in Brazil where he came out with the because he normally would come out with the lady stuff on his top half and do the first bit of the song and strip, take his shirt off and stuff like he does. But in uh, Brazil, they started throwing stuff because they they felt that it was kind of making a mockery of what they thought was this really important song about freedom from oppression. So they oppressed him. There you go. There's uh, Death of the Author in action there. I think I I remember hearing, wasn't it, like Freddie was going to shave his moustache off for this song? But the, the director was like, no, leave it on. That's like what makes it funny. That's, uh, like, that's the, the, the thing that no, makes this it. Is, this is the beginning of his iconic 80s look, isn't it? That he rocked at Live Aid. That, that tash and the vest and everything. Is that when he wore the, the leather jacket that was yellow? Yeah. 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 It's a pretty good jacket. It is a good jacket. Yeah. 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 It's good, good lad, Freddie. Um, <laughs> I would wear it. Shame. I'd look like a twat. But good jacket. He could rock it well. Yeah, he was he was effortlessly good. Yeah, so that is that's a good song. Yeah, I like that. Did, is there a um, not Frost report? Uh, <laughs> is, there, is there a Frost report on it? <laughs> uh, what's David Frost? Yeah, <laughs> that. yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, we'll see, won't we? UK number three. Yeah, so not bad. In the US, didn't embrace it obviously because it's a good song. Uh, number forty-five in the US. Yeah. In New Zealand, they said, "Yeah, I quite like it, mate. I'll, I'll give it a number six Give it a number six, mate. In Ireland, they said, Oh, I love it. I like it even more than you British. I give it number two. Oh, number two. In Canada, they said, It's okay, eh? I'll give it a number 26. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> that, was, that was mental. Oh, man, your Canadian accents are the best. Every time, it's like wildly different. And it never sounds Canadian. <laughs> and in Australia, on the Kent Music Report... It's only good enough for a number eight, mate. Well, good enough for a number eight. Yep. Oh, have to try harder. <laughs> yeah, good, good stuff. Really good stuff. Speaking uh, of good stuff. Yeah. If you're lost, you can look and you will find me. Time after time. If you fall, I will catch you up. Cindy Lauper, time after time. Yeah, yeah good like, stuff. I like this one as well. Yeah, and I watched the video for this one, and after watching the girls just want to have fun video, Cindy Lauper was really hot. 
She has got a certain she, something about her, and she's got very nice skin. Usually, like, <laughs> that's not what it's meant you say at all. I think yeah, like you've got the, lovely skin. Something that women say to each other. Well, I just think like the usual, usually like that weird '80s look that she's going for with the crazy hair, and oh, yeah. I don't like it. But she manages to do it well. Her boyfriend doesn't like it in the video, does he? No. no. She goes, look what I've done. I've done a waffle iron in it, and he goes, <laughs> we don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> she's really sad about it. But oh. this is. Sort of another one where it's sort of a song I know really well already, so I wasn't like, oh, wow, listen to this. I was just like, oh, yeah, I like this song. It's really good. It's just got a nice build to it, you know. It, does, it never sort of goes really all out rocking, but it's got a nice momentum. Yeah. Again, a, a good song that I have much to say about, because it's just yeah. good. Yeah. I think it was on the Napoleon Dynamite soundtrack. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Loved, loved that film. Loved it in there. You know in the video, right, the chef in the restaurant, yeah. was that Captain Lou again? Uh, so it looked know. like him, but you never got a good look at him. Let's find out. And it's in 80s blurry crapper vision, so you can't <laughs> see what's going on. Um, all right, well, you have a quick look, and I'll, I'll run down the. <laughs> I'll say whether it cracked the Ken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, US and Canada. Howdy, partner. <laughs> I am from Canada. <laughs> Both number one. Number one in, in, the, uh, in North America. Uh, in the UK, I only got to number three, mm-hmm. um, which is the same as what it got in New Zealand. It got number three. In Ireland, they said, Oh, I like it. Not quite as much as you Yanks, but a little more than you British. I'll give it a number two. And uh, in the Australian Kid Music Report, they said, It's good, mate, but it, you're going to have to try harder than that. Number six. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you did the Irish one. It makes it sound like the way they do the charts there is like the judges or the ice skating or whatever. They just hold up the number. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that too. Yeah. Um, that well, was Captain Lou. It was Captain yeah. Lou. Who's uh, Captain Lou? He's a wrestling guy. Oh, I shouldn't manage Captain Lou, Captain Lou Alabama. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. The the Irish one, I think, is called the Irma, so that probably is just one person as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all It's Alison Moyet and uh, Love Resurrection. How did it go? We all need a love resurrection. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I think Um, once again, while I was listening to this song, I sort of thought, I'm going to forget this. Yeah. It wasn't that memorable. It's all right, though. It wasn't terrible. That's been like the thing with this one compared to Now 2. Now 2 was full of songs where I was like, Oh, when's it going to end? This yeah. is terrible. Whereas yeah. this is just full of lots of sort of fairly forgettable average songs that aren't offensive, but mm. aren't, you know. I think there's a lot of good songs on it. Oh and yeah, the ones that are bad are like there's, there's just out good ones. But yeah, yeah. that's the, the thing. I, you know, uh, like you guys, I, I listen to each one three times over, maybe. Yeah. And this morning, I was just going through this. Right, I know, I know how I want to make three guys. I know two tribes. How did that one go? And then I listen to it and I go, Oh yeah, that's how it goes. And then I forget again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which shows, um, I think, probably shows it's not a particularly good pop song because actually you want it to be memorable. Not well. I remembered some of the lyrics. They're quite racy. Ooh. Go on. Uh, she talks about needing a warm injection to oh, uh, yeah, to help that. her get yeah. through. 
Um, she also says, I want you to grow in my hand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> how does that sound with the Alison Moyer voice? <laughs> I don't, I can't remember how it anyway. I want you to grow in my hand. <laughs> that made me stiff. love injection. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it's on GTA Vice City Stories. So you can hear it there. If you've well, I'm going to rush out and buy it. <laughs> if you haven't got access to the internet, but do have a PlayStation 2 and a copy of Vice <laughs> Stories. Did it crack the can? Well, I'll tell you in a sec. Well, I don't, well, I don't know why I stopped it to say that the video is, is sort of Middle Eastern and she's going around in tents. She's like a Berber. Um, I don't really think it was worth stopping... <laughs> I think you I think you were like no, shut up I want to hear whether it cracked the Kent <laughs> not interested in where the video was set did it crack the Kent yeah. <laughs> um, so UK number 10 yeah good uh, the US not not um, not embracing our big white soul divas <laughs> only howdy partner <laughs> it's gotta be number 82 for you boy 82 <laughs> oh man yeah. nice um, that means though I mean it's not a bad song but I doubt you know, I mean, that's what I mean it's not a terrible song so there were 80 I can't imagine there were 81 songs probably that were country better music than that. Isn't it? they love that what? that's something we never get over here that they <laughs> seem to like re- I remember going to America and like loads of people were just listening to country music stations and yeah I, I never really got into it no I've fucking hate country music <laughs> I did hear a song oh, the terrible. other day that was a country song that I liked and I can't remember what it was but it, it was it was a good one was it Dolly Parton when oh, I no, see Tony no. Law and he played loads no, of Dolly it Parton it wasn't Dolly Parton it was a different song I yeah. can stand Conway Twitty but I can't really stand any other country Conway Twitty has done the best album cover of all time in my opinion and, and the more you look at it the more it uh, the more the more it gives <laughs> doing that such a strange little man where was I up to oh right well, hello there. I am from Canada. <laughs> oh, we give you a number thirty-nine for this one. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought you were going to take it French Canadian for a second. But no. In Ireland, they said, "Oh, I like it a little bit more than you." I'll give it a number eight. <laughs> and in uh, the Kent Music Report, he said. Uh, I like how serious you go for the Kent Music Report. <laughs> yes. oh, well, it's Kent, isn't it's it? It's a report. It's the it's report. Chart. Yeah, it's important information, isn't it? <sighs> You'll have to do a little better than that, mate. Only a good enough at number 17. Oh, man. Yeah. Young at heart. I don't. The violin in that. That's that's the first thing. I thought it was fact, right. that, No, the violin is horrible. That all those like horrible sliding up to the notes things, and then there's a solo where they're just going like that. Oh, it, if it was in some avant-garde song, you'd be like, "Ooh, listen to that horrible solo." It's really <laughs> no, good. it's not that. It's just like <laughs> free jazz or some no, guy going. Yeah, I would. I would. Fair so, point. But it's just the whole tone of it. It's all. It's just I, so. I quite like it. <laughs> Man, it's... Oh. Oh, it's very... It's schmaltzy, isn't it? It's sort of... I don't know. I can't... 
And it's just, can we, can't we just get away from jigs? Like, we don't need any more jigs. I don't mind a jig. <laughs> well, the interesting thing about this is it wasn't a jig. I didn't know this till today, but this is a cover of a Bananarama song. Yeah. And the original sounds nothing like this at all. Uh, it's completely different. That's because he was going out with one of the people in Bananarama. It was going so, out with Banana. I think he's got a no, song. Rama. I think he's got a songwriting credit for Robert De Niro. Is waiting. The singing is so smug in this. It's all just really like I, uh, I can't. I just can't. I can't. It's annoying. I think it's just annoying. I quite it's like one it. Of those irritates me. It's short. Doesn't help say it's welcome. Yeah, it does. Just for me. It's, uh, you know. Yeah, it does. The watch the video. Uh, no. Uh, there was a guy in. A, runs a greasy spoon where the band frequent and there's some footage of them driving about and some footage of them in the greasy spoon at the end the old lady does a big sort of round off flip thing because they get so excited oh yeah he's like a massive bluebells mark this guy that runs the greasy spoon but he's a big fat chef he doesn't actually treat them very well when they're in the restaurant but he loves their music yeah well, he's not there he just likes the music I, I think this only had a UK sort of around that it's strange. I didn't expect people to hate it so much. I didn't expect people to be like, oh, yeah, no, it's as good as Frankie goes to Hollywood because it isn't, you know. But it's all, you know, I didn't think it was too bad. But like the fact it didn't just sound like an 80s pop song like most of the songs on these uh, now <laughs> compilations with the same sort of yeah. synths and drum machines. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because I know that it comes on again and it, I don't know why that annoys me, but I just, of all the songs to put on again, the more I hear it, the more I don't like it. Didn't crack the Kent. No, of course I bet it did second time round. Might have done. We'll, we we'll find know. out, won't we? Really. Might not have even, it. They were like, we didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> what about Irma? UK, did Irma like um, it? UK number eight? Yeah. Do you think that it did better in the Irma? Do you think Irma liked it better? Well, it's kind of a bit folky and violin-y. Yeah, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? No, only a number 13 for you. That's because yeah. they're probably like, oh, this isn't authentic enough. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not a cover of Galway Girl, so we don't like it. <laughs> We've got our own music. We've got our own song <laughs> that everyone plays. <laughs> So the, the next song, um, continuing the series of songs with famous actors in it See this. after Michael Caine we've got uh, Robert De Niro's Waiting which I thought was quite a dull song but then I found out the song's about rape and I was yeah. like okay oh is it that's interesting yeah it's about date rape yeah I mean I thought that was before know. date rape was even like a popular thing yeah yeah, yeah. maybe I liked Young at Heart more just because it was followed up by this and this was horrible <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah it's just you oh. don't really like this no I thought it was fine nothing wrong with it Decent little pop sh- song. Little shitty little novelty song. They're very easy on the art, eh, Bananarama, at this yeah, well, time. Well, I was listening to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need to watch the video. I wasn't having a wank. I was listening like, to a song. You're like, you don't wank when you listen to these? <laughs> no. I do. Oh, not until the end of side two. It's kind of like, bored. it's like a Russian roulette wank, you know. You, you think you're about to climax and then something really horrible comes on. You're like, <laughs> oh, right, back Collins. to the start. Oh, man, I can't come to Phil. I love Phil, but I'm not coming to Against All Odds. <laughs> Especially not that sort of post-wank guilty feeling you don't want anyone to take a look at you then do you (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) take a 
look at me now. Perhaps that's why the song Harry saying sounds so triumphant and then suddenly clumps. It's like that's as he's wanking, he's like, Take a look at me now and then as he's coming, he's like, Oh feel empty. Just reminded of your face. I think we've cracked that song. Yeah. It's about a big wank. <laughs> Over your ex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take my memories away. <laughs> she took my money to my house, but I remember what she looked like naked. Yeah. Isn't um, another London recordings? A lot of these seem to be London records. Yeah, possibly. They might have been a subsidiary of Virgin or something. Yeah, but, I think they probably are. Again, I feel like. So I admire it for, for talking about rape because that's controversial even now. Yeah, I didn't think it was a very interesting song. And also, I feel, again, like, Bananarama, to me, sounds, like, really fun and upbeat, you know. I think of that um, Ain't What You Do, It's The Way You Do It song, yeah. or Venus, if that was them. Like, yeah. that's the Bananarama I like. Yeah. I don't know, I quite liked it. Um, I, can't re- I remember they said something about him being Italian. Talking Italian. But I don't remember meow, much meow, of the song. So is yeah. it, it's about... So are they being, saying... Bobby De Niro is going to rape him. No, no, no. No, Bob Robert De Niro is not a rapist at the point that we have done this podcast. Well, because if we things say are a, changing a lot. Well, if we say allegedly, we can say whatever we want. Oh yeah, allegedly. According to <laughs> Banana Rama, we've just. It's Banana Rama that's going to get in trouble, not I mean, us. Is that what they're singing about? No, I think no. they like come home and then they wish they're with Robert De Niro or they're watching a Robert De Niro film. To sort of take comfort in it. It's a bit oblique, isn't it? I don't know what they're getting what, at, really. What, I wonder what Robert De Niro film they were watching. Because if anyone knows what the significance is, yeah. <laughs> is not... it, oh, they're talking about nine and a half weeks with is the butter and stuff. I don't know. Is that him? I thought it was him, isn't it? Drive it. I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't know. I mean, because De Niro certainly isn't. Unless it was no, that wasn't out yet, was it? Midnight Run. That's like a good De Niro comedy film. Yeah. But most of his films are pretty bleak anyway. Did you watch the video? Uh, no. Uh, I liked the car. It was a nice old Alfa Romeo spider. Um, yeah, there's there's like a gangster following them. And then at the end of the thing, they open the door to him. And he's got a violin case. And they're like, oh shit, it's going to shoot us. And he's he opens it. Track. He opens it and he's got three mini pizzas in there for him. And it says pizza delivery. And they're all like, oh. Wow. So sort of trivialising what the song's about, really. Because they're like... Ah, it was all alright in the end don't worry about it so the uh, the first verse of this Martin is hope stashed to the floor like shattered teenage dreams boys living next door are never what they seem that mm. is obviously about the fact you're more likely to be raped by someone that you know than a stranger yeah. although they say a walk in the park can become a bad dream people are staring follow me this is just being shamed obviously this is my only escape from it all watching a film or a face on the wall so it's about escapism if he's talking Italian that makes you think that maybe it's the Godfather part 2 because he plays the young uh, Don Corleone in that, doesn't he? Uh-huh. And it's, I'm pretty sure he does it in Italian and it's dubbed. There's a German hip-hop version of the song that was released in 2000. Oh, God. And uh, a Russian group called Nautilius Pompius, <laughs> like Pompilius, released Pompilius. a darker version. What, darker than... Elaine Delon, or A View From The Screen. Crikey. Yeah, there you go. Well, this was a number three in the UK. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the ever-progressive US, it was number 95. In Ireland, they said, well, I don't mind it. That's all right, you talk about that if you like. I'll give it a number eight. <laughs> <laughs> and in Australia, they said, you can't, you can't say things like that and, and expect to do well on the Kent Music Report. 
<laughs> Sorry, girls. That's number 40. We've got our own blonde women. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. I learned something about that song because I just thought it was a shit pop song, but it turns out it's a shit pop song with, like, a, you know, a message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This one's a bit weird, isn't it? It's not as weird as the inspiration. So the group's called Propaganda. Yeah. Dr. Mabuse. Dr. Mabuse. Dr. Emma Buse. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what this Dr. Emma Buse. Dr. Mabuse. So, say, isn't it? It comes from uh, some films directed by Fritz Lang, director of Metropolis. This is more interesting than some, I think. So he's yeah. a master of disguise and telepathic hypnosis, known to employ body transference most often through demonic possession and sometimes utilising object technologies such as television or phonograph machines to build a society of crime. I mean, that's mm. pretty cool. Yeah, I just sort How did of, it go? I didn't really understand. I was like, what the hell is this song? I've never yeah. heard it before. It wasn't very good. And then you, yeah, you realise they're German and it sort of makes a bit okay. more sense. And that they're signed to ZTT, which is Trevor Horn's. It was yeah. produced by Trevor Horn. Yeah. I don't know if it was and it's not by, a very good... I don't uh, know if it was produced by him. It's it on not? his record label. That might be why it's... I mean, if it was produced by him, at least it would sort of like... <laughs> oh, I could have done with it, really. They were sort of like a German human league, weren't they? You had the two women and, and all that sort of thing. That's what I thought. Yeah, it does look like this album was produced by Trevor Horn, the album with this on. Yeah, he obviously spent ages on Two Tribes, and I was like, oh shit, alright, rush that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't have much, I can't even really remember how the song went. I remember listening to it and going, oh, that was a bit weird. I couldn't even sing you a bit of this one, don't know how it goes or anything. Memorable tune. UK number 27. That's it. Only 27? And it got on a now? There just weren't as many singles about because Mm. things that get released hang around for years. Whereas later on it would be like, bang, get it in there, number one, then drop out. I think this is a way to promote bands like Propaganda, isn't it? With with the labels. Yeah, they'll stick a proper, because we want to try and get them up a bit. They'll probably turn up at a student union, Propaganda, as heard on Now 3. Oh yeah, Mm. uh, apparently at the uh, Durham University special idiot mixers, they uh, play this song last every single fucking time. uh, (laughs) Twelve times, and everyone has to dance hand in hand. (laughs) Oh, so it's like free Nelson Mandela, but it's like free Dr. Mabuse, you know. (laughs) Free the master of disguise and telepathic hypnosis. Dr. Mabuse! (laughs) Yeah, all he did was some deep demonic possession. That's all right. <laughs> Let him go, for God's sake. So isn't there a band called Propagandi? Yeah. There is. Who That's what I, when I saw the track listing, I thought, okay, and aren't they like a rock band? I was like, ooh, well, I'm going to get some rock. They were kind of rocky, uh, and then this started. I was like, what? What's this? Propagandi was sort of ska punk, and then became more hardcore, and okay. kept changing their sound. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah, very political. Oh, what's love got to do, got to do with it? Here's a song that I used to hate and that has grown on me. Oh, I, I still hate Tina it. Tina Turner, <laughs> What's Love Got To Do With It? Well, I, I didn't That's like what, it. 
I, the first thing that I sort of struck me is she was holding it back. Like she wasn't going back over yeah, like yeah. top of everything. She'd yeah, like... that, that's what I used to hate because as a kid, my mum had the best of Tina Turner, which had like this and the best and uh, the, the song from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, whatever that was called. Did it have yeah. her uh, wicked cover of uh, Let's Stay Together? I can't remember if it did. <laughs> oh, but what used to annoy me is that she like really wails the first two uh, words in the chorus and then like becomes really restrained and restricted in her mouth to do the do. That's what I used to annoy me. Yeah. That stuff bugged me like hell. just don't really like this song very much. Don't you? I think this is probably my favourite one that she does. Because, you know... It's sampled in that Warren G one, isn't it? I mean, it might be like the best of a bad bunch, but it's still not a good song. You're not no. the only person who didn't think it was a great song because Tina Turner was not the first person it was offered to. It was uh, originally offered to Cliff Richards. Yeah, <laughs> see, Cliff knows. He rejected it. Then it was given to Phyllis Heyman, but Arista Records head Clive Davis wouldn't allow her, so he rejected it. Then it was offered to Donna Summer, who. Yeah. Uh, sat there for a couple of years, decided not to do it. Then some months before Tina Turner recorded a song, the British pop group Bucks Fizz were offered it. Wow. And uh, well, they should have took it. Jay Aston requested everyone. to sing lead on the track after hearing a demo, but then the producer told it was unsuitable. And then finally, <laughs> it was given to Tina. So, you know, it was. I bet that was a good day for the songwriters Terry Brayton and Graham Lyle. Never thought they'd see a penny from that. I think the problem with Tina is just... She can belt it out. She can, like, sing loud. Yeah. But it's not nice singing. It's no, just like no. having someone shout really loud in your ear. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not... It's, it's probably good that she did hold it back a bit on this song. So it isn't just her singing, like, Let's Stay Together. Just yeah. screaming a nice song in your ear. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of low-key, and the production's got all these little pan pipes I mean, and stuff in it. That yeah. did strike me when I listened to it back on this. Was I did think, oh, it is like a lot more low key than I remembered because it's a Tina Turner song and I just assumed she was going to be screaming all the way through. Golden Nash! Yeah. She just always seems like a sort of drunk nutter to me. So yeah. all, like staggering about, her hair's everywhere. Oh god, her hair's terrible in this video and the lipstick yeah. as well. One of those people that's like looked old for a long time. Yeah. So well, like, it looks like she hasn't aged because when she was young mm. she sort of looked it's quite well, old. She probably well, would look alright if she cut her hair and didn't do like the blue eyeshadow and red lipstick hooker thing. Like, <laughs> she might look alright. That was the look. You say the she, hooker look. You say she was old. She was 44 when this song hit number one, yeah, which really? at the time made her the oldest female solo artist to have a number one single on the wow. US Hot she 100. Grace, Grace Slick, who was older than Tina Turner by about one month, hit number one in 85 and 87. We've, we built this city and nothing's going to stop us now, but that was as a member yeah. of Starship. Do you want to know who beat her record in 19... Well, that would be, that would be giving you too much information. Oh, Guess and then I'll give you the... Keep year. it in the pocket for when it happens. Right. Oh, 19, no, I was going to say Susan Boyle, but, uh, <laughs> did that get to number one? No, uh, no. What, Do you want me to female? save it? Do you want me to save it? What, is it going to be on now? It will be on now. I'll save it. Not, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was in Fishburne that other video. Again. Apparently, a young Samuel L. Jackson is in this one. <laughs> huh, is he? But you didn't notice. No. Because you thought he was Lawrence Fishburne. They, they have tried to do, no, don't. Start trying to get me on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, slightly made slightly more effort with this video, didn't they? Shot some stuff on location. It's yeah. not just her in, on a set performing the song. 
Oh, uh, the, yeah, there's some kids doing double dutch in the video as well. Oh, isn't <laughs> yeah. yeah. Riding that double dutch wave. Well, wouldn't this... it be great if Malcolm McLaren turned up on the song? What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do with it? <laughs> in his dressing gown. Yeah. yeah. So this sold over a million copies in the States. It's pretty good, isn't it? That is good. Yeah. But did it crack the can? Well, that's the question that everyone wants to know. Well, yeah, US number one, obviously. UK. Uh, that'll be good enough for number three, sir. Ooh. And in New Zealand, they said, we agree, that'll be good enough for number three. Yep. Sensible lads. In Ireland, they said, well, I don't quite like it as much. Number four. In Canada, they said, oh, I mate. <laughs> I <laughs> might. <mate." laughs> Australian on his holidays in Canada. Said, hello there, mate. <laughs> you killed Martin. What are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love the fact that I'm, I've been holding back on the accents because I'm as bad as Harry. And you're not good either. I'm really We're bad at really accents. Accent. I'm trying to hold back. <laughs> uh, they said, hey. <laughs> That's at number one. Yeah. <laughs> and in Australia, on the Kent Music Report. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, mate. <clears throat> we like Tina Turner. Number bloody one. Number it's bloody one. First number one on the Kent. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Tina. 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 Tina Turner. Shame such a shit song was the first one to get on the Kent. Yeah. I will say, I do like her name because it's sort of Tina. It's like the same name twice but with a vowel swapped it'd be like being called Harry Hurry or something like that you know that would be great all those great songs and it takes Tina to what what do you want Ken? <laughs> what do you actually want <laughs> right oh um won't be seeing any more propaganda despite the shameless promotion by the yeah. record companies any more Tina yeah we'll be seeing Tina again don't you worry alright oh <laughs> when you're young So many teardrops are bound to fall. True love can conquer all when you're when you're young and in love. So uh, the next song after that is the Flying Pickets with Only You. No, I uh, know. It no, just it, it may as well bloody be. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's, so, it's just the same thing. It's just the it's same. Not as good, thing. is it? No, because their know, voices don't work so well on, uh, you know, it's this cover as it does on. The... I think it's in, I think it's like popping an oak level of just doing the same thing nah, again. It's not. It's not that. That I just listened to it. I was like, fuck this. I just put on only you again. That was that was good. I mean, yeah, one I trick nice. ponies they were. Well, they're an acapella group, of course. But yeah, yeah but acapella group made of actors. Beatboxing had beatboxing been invented yet? They could have done a bit of that. Yeah, it must have been invented by then. If you invented beatboxing, please write into the show. But yeah, it's, it's sort <laughs> of send a stamp to dress up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is very much similar, but not as good as Only You. Really. Yeah, it's exactly. Basically, not, yeah. Uh, Video is very funny. It's one of the best ones I've seen so far. They're on a children's ward, basically. They're all kids on a children's ward in their PJs. Uh And when they go to sleep, like when the nurse goes to sleep, they all start flying around 
and uh, they go into this sort of dream sequence when they're they're on like a giant bed bouncing about and there's like a bad doctor and they sort of tie him up in bandages and then they have a big pillow fight it looked well fun it looked like they were all having a great time doing that I don't know though so they're called the flying pickets and they did some flying but yeah. they didn't put any picketing in like that's just so no. half assed well, like stage would you know play on the name do all protesting the doctor by uh, yeah Oh, okay. Tying him up, yeah, right, hitting him right. with pillows. Yeah, I'll accept that <laughs> bullshit that you just made up. That's fine. Yeah. So it's a cover of a Ruby and the Romantics song. Ah, oh, see, I heard of them. I mean, they're always, never I don't think them. Flying Pickets ever did any original songs, did they? I think they just did a cappella covers of other people's songs. Mm. So this was a UK number seven. Yeah. And on the Irma, the only what other one I got is the Irma. They said, "Yeah, we quite like the a cappella." Oh, I'll give you number five. Number five? Yeah. They do quite like the acapella. Yeah. Imagine being the flying pickets when that came in. Your manager rings you up and like, sorry mate, you only got to uh, UK number seven. Oh shit, what about the Irma? You got a five! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. Good news, you've earned yeah. <laughs> You've earned <you've> it. <laughs> I've earned it about four times. This is the last we're going to be seeing of the flying pickets, I'm afraid. Oh. Well, they lose their wing. I'm pretty sure shortly after this, from my knowledge of the flying pickets, like most of the members leave and they're all replaced by different singers anyway. So they're essentially a different band with the same name. What's the next song, Martin? The next song is Wham. Wham. Wake me up before you go. I guess Wham's got an explanation mark, so it should be Wham. (laughs) Death Watch. Old uh, old George Michael died on the 25th of... It died on Christmas Day. Yeah, like James Brown. Not the same Christmas Day, but 2016. That was that that year of everyone dying, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so he was sort of got in there right at the end. But, um... Obviously, I've heard this song before, but never really given it much time. But listening back to it, I really liked it. it was I think really it's fun. I think it's a great song. It's yeah. all bouncy and energetic. It's, it's yeah. got fifties influences. George Michael's a great singer. Yeah, great yeah, singer. Yeah, I, re- I really got on with this because I found with George Michael, like this was before I was born, but as a kid on the Nows, I remember him doing really boring songs like "Jesus to a Child," and he's just really boring. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love this because it just zips along. It's like really oh, yeah. fun, you know. And a Shirley and Pepsi in this. Shirley or Pepsi, I don't know, but it's full of joy, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's just it's like a nice, really feel-good song. You know, you'd think, ah, you think you'd written himself into a corner with the line "Wake me up before you go, go," and then like, no, no. Even without a rhyming dictionary, he's got yo-yo. But wham and solo and solo. There's the other guy in Wham. I forgot his name. Andrew Ridgely. Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> oh, he's going to be annoyed at that. I forgot. Who what, was it? What did he? <laughs> he did he actually that. sing, or did he do anything, or was it just like? No one knows. I think it's he did a, a bit mystery. of banking. It's a mystery. And yeah, sort of jumps around with the guitar. He's did well he known. Write them? Isn't he? Didn't he write the song? I don't know. He's just well known for being the one that isn't George Michael. Because yeah. even if George Michael was alive, he wouldn't be listening to this, would he? Because why would he? But Andrew Ridgely probably would. He's probably like, if we tag Andrew Ridgely in the tags, yeah. he yeah. probably searches for his own name every day. <laughs> he's a trope, really, isn't he? Wow. People talk about being the Andrew Ridgely <laughs> yeah. of yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, did, uh, sorry, I'm looking at this to see what he did do online. It says that uh, in America, Wham were briefly known as Wham UK because there was another band in America called Wham. Uh, also, with an exclamation yes. mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The only way to spell Wham, really. Uh, which is pretty mental. But uh, Andrew Ridgely, if I've upset you, just remember you're still alive, all right? You won that one. You won the Being Alive game. <laughs> now you've reminded him Contest. his friend's dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, can't, I can't win with you, Andrew Ritchie. No, let's not try. For fuck's sake, Don't you're used, try. You're used to this. You're used to this <laughs> life of disappointment, okay? This is just. This, this isn't the first sling or arrow that's gone your way, so <laughs> deal with it. Alright? Uh, yeah, video's alright. It's a, just a live video, but it's quite a nice one. There's lots of colours and day glow everywhere. Recorded in Brixton Academy. Ah. And the, it, it, it was a good video, but it's in the enemy's 50 worst videos. Yeah, but the enemy are cunts, let's face it. Um, yeah, they are now. When they merged with Melody Maker, it ruined it. Well, just when they got to this point where everything was just every week, they were trying to like try desperately to sling two bands, two or three bands together under a label. The best one was when they did the scene with no name. <laughs> just like, for yeah. fuck's sake. Because when I, when I read Enemy, it was really good, because UK yeah, Garage was out, and they used to cover UK Garage in the Enemy. I found out about loads of stuff from the Enemy before it went rubbish. Yeah. Apex Twin when it was still driving. a newspaper yeah yeah. but it went glossy yeah I never got into that I was as a teenager I used to read The Source The Source which was an American hip hop and R&B uh, magazine <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you're worse than Snoop Lion <laughs> if only someone else was here yeah. I uh, I hate that I hate that fucking phrase cultural appropriation because it's like it's saying that like you're only allowed to draw on influences from your own culture. If not, you're being like mawkish and like you're doing wrong. Like, oh, sharp. It's let everyone do whatever they want. Like, yeah. why are you getting annoyed about it? Stop wasting my time. I'm trying to enjoy this fucking shit wreck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be forty one right about it. Um, I don't know. It's a big topic to unpack. The the, the thing that can, I I do I'm more sympathetic to it than you are, but. The thing I find weird is like, as an idea of kind of appropriating something, if you like steal somebody's song that, you know, George Michael wrote it, you're ripping off George yeah. Michael, but yeah. and it, it's really hard for anyone to lay claim to an individual culture because it's this whole collection yeah. of amorphous things. Anyway, what were we talking about? George? Uh, wham. Wham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you don't, cultural appropriation, bit boring, bit awkward, you don't even offend someone, wake me up before you go-go, it's just... No props. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is, this is good Way song. more fun. This made my uh, my list of songs that I'm keeping. Of course it did. Of yeah. course it did. Well, this this was a smash hit pretty much everywhere. This, of course. This is pretty much a, a clean sweep. Went platinum in America. Yeah. Went gold in the UK, number one. Both places. The Irma. Oh, I loved it. Oh! oh that's a number one. Uh, Canada. Oh. <laughs> I can't even make a noise. <laughs> wow, let me tell you there, bro. <laughs> um, well, oi, hey, I tell you, it's, uh, that was a number one in Canada. Well, that's Irish. <clears throat> it was number one in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> and oh boy, it cracked the Kent. It, Did it cracked the Kent. the Kent. It got number one on the Kent. On the Kent. That's the only people. It's not. 
it was only number two. Brit, I didn't like it very much. New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. Almost a clean sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good song, to be fair. Another um, one of Andrew Ridgely's <laughs> disappointments. <laughs> number two. It couldn't have been. I couldn't have run it all. I wonder who beat them. I wonder who got the power. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly <laughs> <what> I, <know. laughs> I wonder who got the power. <laughs> Okay, we are rattling towards the end now. Yeah. I this this don't disc even... two was a lot better than the last one. Oh, yes. It I mean, was. The whole There's still was... some poor stuff. I mean, I, so, I don't even have notes for these last few songs. I, mean, I thought the Thompson Twins song was quite good. How did it go? can't remember now. <laughs> uh, it goes... It was better than the one on the last album. Oh, God. So I keep reading you take, oh. take Me Up and I keep thinking it's... You, you raise me up! <laughs> So that I can stand on my own. But it's not I can only remember the bit where it says, I know what it feels like to work on machines. It's a labour of love. So don't ask me why. Yeah. <laughs> you take me up. And then I can't remember the... So that I can stand <laughs> on my own. <laughs> uh, it's a bit like a spiritual, isn't it? It's kind of hokey as well. It's what, like... Does he make, did, did he work in it? Like, he's saying, I know what it feels like to work on machines. This suggests that he used to have a job, like a big industrial job. I hope so, because if not, you know, it doesn't really ring true, does it? Yeah. No. Just... Yeah, it's quite a cheeky one. Oh, yeah, it's got all that sort of harmonica and stuff, hasn't it? Yeah, that was good. I like that. I thought it sounded like it could have been on Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> well, I've never seen Joseph Technicolor Dreamcoat or heard it yeah. so it's very colourful you'd like it yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah I thought that was a pretty pretty good song better than Hold Me Now definitely oh yeah yeah and yeah, um, yeah that one other one they did Hold Me Now it's hard for me to say I'm sorry <laughs> Twins had all the good hits um, it sort of made me think maybe the Thompson Twins aren't really shit because that last one was rubbish um mm. And I've heard people say that they were good, so... Yeah, so the video's like, they're in some sort of labour, and they have to work on this in this quarry or whatever, and they uh, they don't like it, so they sort of overthrow it and dance around a bit and play their song. Yep. Yeah, not too bad. I quite liked it, then. All right, well, I'll tell you that it was UK number two. Ooh! Did pretty well. Yeah. Uh, number five on the urban air. And Brit, I didn't really think too much of it number 24 and in America oh howdy boy it's a number 44 number 44 and in Australia the Kent Music Report I'll keep telling you you need to do better than this <laughs> if you want to crack the Kent that's number 47 mate number 47 we don't like hard work on machines they here they really don't like New Wave do they? no no <laughs> perhaps New Wave will hit Australia in the 90s yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's raining man. Next up, it's Rain and Men. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I hallelujah. I mean, I always sort of like this song anyway. Yeah. Listening back to it, I was like, I forgot how fucking good it is. It's just joyous all the way through. It's brilliant. Oh, I like um, you, Jacob. You you like bands to have already thought about all the songs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Goes together, doesn't it? The Weather, the weather Girls. girls it's raining, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, was, about it. I was listening to this the other day with a few friends Joe, Joe was about and I was talking about that it's like this must be the only song they did because they were called The Weather Girls yeah, it's like yeah, about weather yeah. and we looked they've done quite a lot of songs yeah. and we listened to a Christmas one where they were mainly talking about it snowing yeah. and I was like oh no they, they are shoehorning the in weather into all their songs yeah didn't you hear their tornado didn't you hear that one no <laughs> yeah I, I like the fact they're completely committed to it it's so to me, it, it sounds like, I don't know, I hear it and I imagine a chemsex party. It's just so amped up and amazingly... Ah, you can see why it's a gay anthem. Oh, it's so good. And the video's good as well. Like, oh, you've got to talk about the, the video, yeah. But just as a song, oh, yeah. I, I like it. It's they're really going for it. It's got a really good build to the chorus. Really tense. You know, it's not like some of these songs where the chorus just kind of you know, Nick Kershaw's uh, song on this. There's chorus because it's the chorus now. No, they make you... They make you yeah. want it. It has, has that thing that I really like in songs. I think well, it's Holding Out for a Hero does it as well. Where it doesn't really let up. It's quite yeah. a long song, but it just yeah. like... It keeps up like the same high energy from beginning yeah. to yeah. end. It yeah. doesn't have any bits where it's like, ooh, drop down for the chorus or a verse or a bridge. It just sort of keeps going. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, I like the absurdity of, of raining men. I mean, if it actually rained men, there'd be so many questions mm. and like, you know, are we? Uh, are they going to be all right? Well, how are they <laughs> falling from the clouds? They're probably going to die well, or have head injuries. In the video, you know, there's like gingerbread men falling from the sky, yeah, yeah, yeah. about that yeah. size. So that'd be all right. And they're yeah, little brothers. I thought the whole thing yeah. is it's exciting. But I don't think you'd be excited about gingerbread well, size. Well, there man. is a bit where, no, like... there's real men as well. Yeah, there's a bit where a okay, real man yeah. falls from the sky onto a bed where one of the weather girls is. But that's... that's but not, yeah. he sort of moves really, really, really slowly oh, down. He's lowered yeah. down upon her. That's yeah, my favourite yeah. bit. Because rain... <laughs> it's a really slow <laughs> rain. I mean, rain falls down and drops. There's, it gathers into puddles eventually. If it was raining men, unless it's a really short shower, the bodies are going to start piling up really quickly. Yeah. But this song makes me not even care. So that's good. You and could, I'm, I mean, you could sort of think, you know, that it's sort of being metaphorical, just there's, there's loads of blokes about. But if you listen to the lyrics, they're not. It's literally about yeah, exactly. a rain shower of men happening over a city. Like yeah, this. yeah, because they say Mother Nature, so it's obviously coming from nature. Oh, yeah. She's mother mother Nature's a single woman. She, yeah, I've got a bit of a problem with that. Is it that she doesn't, you don't have to be a single woman to appreciate men? You can be married and enjoy it. Yeah, but I don't, like... Is she single? Have they got that right? Is she well, not? Mother Nature. Isn't well, yeah, she married she... to God or... No, Father Time, isn't it? Isn't she? Although <laughs> <laughs> they're like divorced. Man. Who is their kids, anyway? Well, all of nature and time, I suppose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, are they divorced, then? Because, you know, their mother... Or are they just two completely different people? Yeah. That should have had a song. They should have done that song first. To clear that bit up. Yeah, it's just confusing. So Father Time was of married to, like, you know, Mother Clock or whatever. <laughs> Mother both, Clock. And, like, now that, you know, they're both sort of responsible for quite big parts of the universe. 
they're always like, oh, I hate how everyone always thinks we're married. Yeah. You know, father time, mother nature. Everyone always makes that mistake, don't they? But they should realise that we're single. I can never get any... Like, no one talks to me in clubs. <laughs> I know how I'll prove. I know how I'll prove I'm single. I'll make it rain men. And then <laughs> these people, they'll hear that and go, oh, yeah, mother nature, she must be single too. And, and that cleared the whole thing yeah, up. We have cracked this song, I think. <laughs> they formed in San Francisco. So that uh-huh. might make sense the as to why it's like a gay anthem as the well. Girls are from San Francisco San... was like, you know. It's really hilly was though, it? isn't it? Yeah, it's where Harvey Milk was like ran. It's really hilly, isn't oh, it? Oh, I didn't realise that. Is that the one that's really hilly, San I Francisco? I don't know. They have earthquakes and stuff. They, they didn't mention that in the film Milk. <laughs> uh, they didn't but, mention Milk either, which is why I didn't like it. it was, but. I thought it could be a really good film about a dairy farm. I guess farm, they like might have changed their name when they started releasing songs about weather because it says here uh, that they were originally called Two Tons of Fun. <laughs> well, that wouldn't have worked, would it? No. no. The worst ever visual effects I've ever seen in the music video. Oh, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah, yeah but there's the that bit... That was cutting edge. Then being weather girls, you would have thought they'd understand how green screen works and not wear the same colour as the green screen. Yeah, that, that, is, yeah. A, that is a glaring um, error. It's a brilliant bit where she's falling the weather girls are raining from the skies yeah. using a, a green screen but one of them's wearing the same colour so it just you can see through her like torso <laughs> it's amazing well, that's, uh, and they didn't bother you know, changing it they weren't like oh better sort it out no, no. no not even in post it's like ah fuck it no one's gonna know they'd just be going wow look at the video effects yeah <laughs> the song should have been three minutes it, it was just a little bit too long ah, didn't need yeah. the end the end wasn't necessary yeah it did Mm. <laughs> I just don't want it to end because it's so good it could have went on for another 10 minutes yeah well we'll see won't we we'll see where it comes in the Ken <laughs> <laughs> it won't come high though will it Ken, I don't think he'll be into men raining well well I'd be into men raining R-E-I-G-H N-I-N-G yeah yeah that's what Kent likes isn't it likes to be the king UK number two is that all well you say is that all in America Howdy there. I don't like you. If you're black, gay, white, a woman, fat, <laughs> don't give a shit. Don't want you. Number 46. Wow, yeah. I thought, they'd love that. I thought they'd love that. The Irma. Oh, we liked it. Number five. Yeah, uh, good lads. New Zealand, they said, yeah, it's not too bad, Brit. I'll give it a number 13. And in Australia, on the Kent Music Report, <laughs> sorry, mate. It's not quite as good as you think it is. Number 16 for you. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's hard yeah. to crack the can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. The, the regular features oh. are starting to appear now. Sadly, this is the last we're going to see of the Weather Girls. I don't know. Does Doesn't it get a re-release? Me. Does it get a re-release or something? Maybe. Maybe it's re-released and they didn't put it on now. Because yeah. maybe at that point, Kent was calling the shots. <laughs> I think Kent puts together the Australian Now series. Really? He must do. Well, when we get... Now that's what I call Kent. Once we've been <laughs> through the 100 plus episodes of this, maybe we'll look at that. <laughs> oh, God. Next up. The other, like with the benefit of hindsight thing Nelson Mandela obviously you know I'll clarify 
didn't fiddle kids that was about that. <laughs> what I mean is no we know of that song has dated yeah and, and been you know this song with what we know now is uh Oh god! I mean, it's fucking Gary Glitter, isn't it? And you can just about be like, "Oh, some of his seventies glam songs, okay, but they were quite enjoyable." You know, the first line in this song is "Bring on the dancing girls, not women, girls." You know what the album was? "Boys will be boys." He's yeah. such a, a loathsome. I think it's just unrepentant. You know, that's that's the thing. He doesn't even have the grace to to have be like, "Oh, I'm sorry for what I did." No, he's unrepentant. You get, you get that weird thing, though, where, with hindsight, after he's charged, I think you could probably look at any of his lyrics and then just find some sort of bit where you're like, oh, God, that's a bit weird now. Uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing to say about this. I can't be arsed with it. Uh, I don't really have much interest in talking about Gary Glitter. Uh, no, just all say... I will say is, is watch the clip of him on This Is Your Life, because uh, that's really interesting. Some woman comes out that he knew as a girl... She starts telling a story and you just see him put his fingers to his lips to tell her to shush. It's chilling. Oh. And then the person who made the video, just in case it wasn't chilling enough, played it in slow motion with his voice slowed down and made the screen red tinted. God. His yeah. eyes turn lizard-like. Probably. <laughs> um, at least, I, it's still more interesting, I think, than, than the art company. I don't want to talk about Gary Clare let's move on then I mean um, I thought the song I'll say Irish number 25 UK number 25 and that's the last we'll be seeing of Gary Glitter thankfully the last we'll be seeing of him because we're in our 30s <laughs> <laughs> it is like, weird seeing him oh. back that's it I don't you know I don't really know much Gary Glitter well he was he was supposedly he was start, he went on Twitter a couple of years ago and was saying he was going to tour it's like you yeah. fucking nuts anyway Susanna Right, Susanna, the art company. Yeah. Or, in German, what's their name? VOF de Kunst. (laughs) Should I do all the letters in German as well? No, it's Kunst. V or F de Kunst. Yeah. De Kunst! (laughs) Well, we've just been enjoying watching the video for this one. There's some quality stuff going on in there. Uh, As a song, I don't know. I think it sounds a bit like a kind of Paul McCartney on a bad day. <laughs> like, yes, I never right. thought we'd see German reggae on the now. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of reggae. Sort of, it's a bit like a chant. I don't know. It's yeah. uh, it's not got enough bass and drums on it to be fully reggae. Yeah, it's it's a song again that I hear it and I'm like, oh, that's quite a good hook, and then I forget it again. Yeah, I sort of enjoyed it. I like the bits where he starts talking. Like, oh, yeah, the phone and got yeah, the it's a really long <laughs> it's bridge. Funny. But I like I like the live sound of it. That's quite nice after a, a lot of sterile eighties production yeah. to hear people talking on it. Mm. It instantly makes you. It's more like well, it's not like a pub sing along or whatever. But other people sing. I want to sing. It's like comedy. People laugh on it. I'm going to laugh as well. Yeah. Although a lot of comedies kind of lose something with the canned laughter, don't they? Yeah, but that wouldn't support the point I'm making, would that. it? No, I'm just making you look stupid. And- putting you on the spot yeah <laughs> well I think I'd enjoy music more if I had people on it being like you know just get to the bridge and then someone's voice is dubbed in going oh this bit's really good 
Spoon DJ. Oh, this bit, oh, it's drops awesome. Oh, I love this key change. <laughs> do you know, I, do I, I think we should do that with the song. But, you know, I'm, I write songs and... Uh, I, I, Show off. Well, <laughs> I didn't say they were good. Um, but, but, you know, when I write a clever chord change or something, I want people to know about it. So maybe I'll start doing that to be like, hey, check this out. Look, I, I, uh, I transposed that bit. And that sax line, yeah, it's actually got a flan second in it. Yeah? Yeah? There we go. <clears throat> I do like the idea of a song that tells you what it's doing in the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, UK number 12 this one yeah pretty good for German reggae <laughs> number 12 I don't have any other German reggae to, to as a point of reference yeah that's true what yeah. about um... <laughs> what <laughs> Ramstein Kraftwerk no you know uh, Karl Karl Heinz um, Marley <laughs> <laughs> another love child of Bob's <laughs> <a> German <laughs> <Yeah>. one <laughs> it's him and Boris Becker yeah well they <laughs> I think um, you know the the TV show Arthur. For different countries, they got different people to do the theme tune. So maybe they did, you know, Ziggy Marley over here. Maybe in Germany it was. was maybe it's this Ziggy guy that company. What do Offspring. you want? The the theme tune to Arthur. I mean, that is good reggae. And hey, it's a wonderful. Oh, it must have been Ziggy because Damien wasn't about back then. Yeah, I'm done with this song. Susanna, we sort of seemed like we were done with it a while ago. Yeah, we were talking about Arthur. Stop talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's alright. Yeah. One of the last tracks, in it? They always start to get a bit, a bit, bit more dull. It's better than the next song. This is the last we're going to hear from the art company or Fow O.F. de Kunst. <laughs> Unfortunately, we won't be seeing any more German <laughs> reggae. Oh, oh well. Another staple of the shit, <sighs> shit songs on now. Well, we've we've, we've talked about song. no no we've talked about so many boring madness songs now. Can we just? <sighs> I don't want to reiterate any points. Just just. Did you watch the video, Harry? I didn't. Have I got anything? Oh yeah yeah. Did they have a cheeky little bit at the start where they made a joke? No. Oh, they didn't even have that. No, it's got sort of the noir kind of feeling that the song has. Um, they, there's a bit where they're busking in the tube. It is like, what can you say about another lacklustre madness song? They just don't, uh, they don't sound like they can be bothered. I can't be bothered. All I don't even care what Kent had to say. Like, all the goodwill I've built up about madness has just gone because of <laughs> yeah. this mid-80s crap. Yeah, it's mm. weird, because these oh. are songs I never knew existed. You <laughs> think, For good reason. Come on yeah. now, uh, Jacob, you really think this cracked the Kent? No, no, I don't. But <laughs> I don't even... But Well, I don't know. Kent's a bit of a maverick. Yeah, he's he's unpredictable. Yeah, he, might, like, he might have liked this. This is the first podcast where that crack the Kent thing's come up. It's obviously going to be a regular feature. <laughs> and I, I I, haven't gathered enough information. It's it's, it's wild. It's like, if you watch... Uh, oh, I was watching the tennis last year and they were showing um, Serena Williams. They were like, with their computer graphics, they were showing where all the... Balls, where she hit all the balls on her serves and they were like everywhere completely unpredictable because <laughs> she's so good so you can't predict how to bat that one back yeah. and that's what Kent is like yeah well he's like a less black less Tennessee less female 
Which Williams did I say? Serena. It might have been Venus, to be fair. I don't think I'm not had. saying that because they're, you know. No, it was it is Serena. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She's the one who's still playing to a good standard. Um, yeah, no, this ain't even on the Kent. Doesn't even no. figure in the Kent. UK number 17. And the only other one is the Irma in Ireland. They said, you don't know what you're talking about, boy. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what's going to make the podcast. Everyone loves bad accents and then people being like embarrassed by them. That's, that's, that's what we should do. Fuck them now, all of that. Just doing that. <laughs> yeah, just people just sending YouTube requests. Oh, Harry. Oh, I really want to hear Harry. Can Harry do Estonian now? <laughs> yeah, and all of this is, well, I tell you what there, boy. We like shit madness. We really like it. Number eight. Wow. Number eight. What are they thinking? Because this is... Incidentally, shit madness is a porn film. I'm sorry. In <laughs> Amsterdam. It? Yeah. Mikey. Shit madness. No, it wasn't really. There was Scat yeah. Widow. This is such a great name for a band. <laughs> scat madness was the Scat Widow. Oh, God, I can't wait till we get to Scat Mad, the double meaning of scat. Should we get past madness then? Well, just looking at that oh, song, it looks like it's the title track of the album, One Better Day. One Better Day. Look, that's the one that had Michael Caine on. It looks like it's it's like a madness album of songs you've never heard. Yeah, yeah one to avoid. Madness Although there is song, a song called March of the Gherkins, and I really like Gherkins, so <laughs> might give that a go. I bet even that's lackluster though. Um, yeah, probably. What happened, boys? Your house used to be so beautiful, man. And it's, it's a long way. I mean, it's not like Suggs is even going to do Night Fever for ages. But we'll get some the madness resurgence of the 90s, won't we? Did yes, we struck will. night before yeah. or after Night Fever? I don't know. Anyway. Should we get on to uh, I thought another boring What was this? Yeah, I never heard this song. No idea it was. Listened to it three times and I still yeah. can't really remember much about it other than thinking, Wow, that's a boring song. I just think people in the days of vinyl probably just never really bothered to turn over to side four. Probably just played the other sides a lot. I mean, it yeah. reminds me of, I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and nowadays they go to this big finale, right? They save all the budget up, they build to it. I like it, and in, in, uh, in classic Doctor Who, what they used to do was just, the, the last story wouldn't have any finale quality to it. They'd have run out of most of their money, so it'd be the ropiest, most padded out thing of all of it. And that's how the end of the now compilations feel. It's like, can just... I don't know, hold back a good one okay. for the last one. Go yeah. out of a bang. Well, Finish on a high, yeah. It was... Uh, it looks like he was from the band <coughs> Japan. He was right. from the band Japan. So this is David Sylvian we're talking yeah. about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had a moment it. of excitement where I thought he was like Sylvain Sylvain from the New York Dolls, but he wasn't. But yeah, I thought he was part of the Sylvanian families. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a small mouse <laughs> a small uh, in a dress. Mouse that was really uh, hard. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed when he was just a man <laughs> with a shit 80s haircut. <laughs> It's oh, about he's playing his red guitar, but I think his red guitar is like his bad guitar. It's like his guitar for being evil. He, he should have done Red Special. Well, it's yeah. like Red, 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 red Special. Is it, like red, is it like Red Kryptonite? 
In Superman 3. Yeah, well, something... I think he sort of alludes to being, like, devilish or something with the red guitar. It doesn't sound devilish, though. Devilish is more rock and roll than that. It's just really weird, brooding, weird sort of song, isn't it? Well, yeah. Video's very arty, black and white. He's standing in a hole for most of it. What's the way we're in it? The song's called Red Guitar and the, mm. the video's in black and white. What the yeah. fuck's that about? How are you even going to see it's a red guitar if it's in black and white? Do they not even do the classic Schindler's List thing of just, just having the guitar covered and everything no. in black and white? I don't think they have the guitar in the video. It's just like weird I old mean, if, men singing with him. and oh, it's weird. If it was a blue guitar, I'd understand. You could link that back to Picasso's blue period and everything. But this... Yeah, I don't know when we're going to end it now with a good song. I mean, no. I, I think the thing is, like, in the 90s, what I liked is that I did actually like the sort of indie guitar bands, and they'd be on side four, and that was more enjoyable, because at least there was some energy to it. I mean, yeah. there were bands around, like, Echo and the Bunnymen and Susie and the Banshees, but I guess this is before... That would have been the equivalent then, to put them on side four. Yeah. They hadn't thought of it yet. No. He, I think in the video, it's like three ages of man. There's like a kid, and then him, and then an old man. So I think that's what he was getting at with the video. But I thought it was seven ages of man. Is it? Well, according to Shakespeare. Oh, fair enough. He's not... <laughs> I, I don't know. More falling leaves in this one. Lots of leaves in the 80s video. Yeah, I told you before, because they, they didn't have the technology to capture them on camera before. <laughs> uh, so this was good enough to get him up to UK number 17, which is the same as One Better Day. Oh yeah, that, I get. Let's look out for that because maybe that's just always. That's it's not awful because even an awful song, at least, is memorable. Yeah, it seems like these end songs have only really had British and Irish releases as well because there's no like the the Irma's in here and they said, uh, "Oh, hello, dear boy." Oh, 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 can't look at you, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what they said. <laughs> yeah. They said, oh, I quite loaded number 13. They like this Whoa. brooding, weird fucking song. So, yeah, that's yeah. The, that ended with a whimper, but a good now, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like, pretty good now. You know. it, yeah, like you said earlier, Martin, I mean, it's uh, it's more average songs than, than terrible songs. It, does, it doesn't have that death march of the side four of the last now. No. Well, oh, to be God, fair, no. like, I think the last now had about like five songs in a row where it was all right, and then... The start was yeah. terrible and then carried through for yeah. like the end of the first disc and the whole of the second disc. Well, it made me lose my mind and think that Slade were good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, this one was pretty good. Like I say, a yeah. co- couple of bangers, but a lot of songs that, you know, it wasn't hard to sit and listen through. No. Like, yeah, it wasn't painful. Like two. With this one, when I had to listen to it after I'd already listened to it through, I was like, oh, all right, yeah, I'll do that. Whereas when I had to re-listen to number two, I was sort of really putting it off. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew I was in for another hour and a half of bad music. <laughs> it's just going to be a lot harder when we get into the 90. At the moment, I'd probably rank them sort of uh, one at the top, and then three, and then two. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be my cool. current ranking. That probably I'll probably stop doing that after five. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get too interchangeable. Yeah. So, uh, I guess the only features left is Harry's uh, look at the VHS, and then and then Martin's. Uh, no, that's what I call Martin. So, yeah. then what, what order do you want to do those in? Uh, do you want to uh, your VHSs? I'll whip through VHS because there's a lot of it. 
Right. Oh, that's the last we'll be seeing of David Sylvian, weirdly enough. Good. Right, surprisingly. So VHS is mental this time. There's 11 songs, I think, or maybe even more, that aren't on anything else. So I'm just going to whip through them as quickly as I possibly can. Right. So Simple Minds up on the catwalk, yeah? Uh, yep. Quite Never a boring video, got some catwalks, there's some people walking about. It's better than the other one we had, what was that, Waterfront? Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. it was better than that. UK number 27, Irish number 16, and New Zealand number 44, mate. <laughs> and the pretty girl has a headless mind, and the silver stream is a poor man's wife. Then we've got the Farmers Boys. Ah, uh, from uh, Norfolk. The Norfolk from Norwich. Norwich band, yeah. yeah. Who I haven't we've, yet secured an interview with. but uh, Within the country. Cover. Uh, yes, cover that Blur song. In <laughs> 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 the country. <laughs> That's Cliff, Cliff Richard, yeah. So this was UK number 44. And represents their biggest hit. Wow. Um, basically, like a new wave band from Norwich. What? Who'd have thought that? Well, see, that's that's kind of why I haven't really relentlessly chased them up because I thought if we get them on and then we're like, you know, not complimentary about the uh, song. Well, I'll tell you who they sound a bit like the Divine Comedy. That's who they sort of reminded me of. I don't mind Divine Comedy, I, you know. Yeah. Um, the video is quite funny running about, in there's a bit where they're in bed with a horse and stuff. Like, I mean, you're going to say horse, two minds about it. Like, <laughs> while it's sort of celebrating the being in the country and being in Norfolk and it's kind of playing up to all those stereotypes when you see stuff like this you think it's no wonder that everyone thinks we have sex with animals around here because <laughs> it does like just perpetuate it and then you see you know Ed Sheeran and you think well clearly that is a union between some kind of animal and a human <laughs> you couldn't wait to get a dig at Ed Sheeran <laughs> no I'm not waiting he's 95 now to start digging at him who do I'll you start, hate? Now. Well, start now. I was thinking earlier when we talked about Phil Collins. I think you know, Ed Sheeran maybe, is. Maybe we'll get the Ed Sheeran backlash where everyone starts to hate Ed Sheeran soon. I hope so. Be good, wouldn't it? The, the, the painful thing about coming from Norwich is every bloody promoter trying to like claim that they are responsible for his multinational yeah. success. It's like no, you put him on like everyone else. Yeah, saw him play a gig once. Yeah, and then he went on to be huge. That was me. That yeah. no, it's his willingness to do whatever his record company tells him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, about it. That's the last we'll be seeing of the Farmers Boys. Uh, <laughs> they they don't make any more impressions on the charts. No, no, they go on to be <coughs> most of them are in the McGuilty Brothers, current Norfolk band. Helen Terry, Love Lies Lost. She's the backing singer from Culture Club that does all the good bits. In oh, okay, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so she, she's at the end of the victims video. Yeah. Yeah. The one where Boy George can't sing and then they get someone else in to sing the bits yeah. that sound were nice. We, were we getting any more Culture Club? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, right. I just because so. I mentioned George Michael dying earlier and it just I just remembered that like quite a few celebrities when George Michael died tweeted Boy George going like, so sorry to hear Boy George has died. <laughs> so I thought you were just... I thought you were going to say that oh, George Michael being dead just reminded me that uh, Boy George isn't. So, yeah, Love Lies Lost. Sounds like a sort of wretched tale of despair and, and love. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's like really upbeat. It's such a terrible title for like an upbeat song. It's like, Love Lies Lost. Do, 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 do. Hey. <laughs> She's got a good voice. Like, But yeah, a weird title for such an upbeat song. And it's got a weird kind of scatty jazzy middle eight that sort of doesn't really go with the rest of it I'm guessing she's on here because she's someone they wanted to promote mm-hmm. um, this is a UK number 34 and that's it that's all we're going to ever see of Helen Terry which means we're not going to ever see her because I'm not watching that video Right, then we've got Loose Ends. We'll be seeing them again soon, so I don't really need to go on about Loose Ends. It's kind of an 80s synthy soul electro jobby, um, although they're listed as a British R&B band. So, yeah, and this was a UK number 16 and 23 on the Irma. Oh, yeah, I didn't quite like it as much. And then we've got Working Week with Venceremos. This is a really weird one. It, it's like a tap dancing song. It's like a flamenco-y tap dancing. It's almost like it's going too fast for the musicians to play. It sounds like it's tripping over each other. It's really weird. Wow. Like the whole video is him sort of tap dancing around the city and all this sort of thing. Only a UK number 64. Their biggest hit, though. Uh, it's just a really weird choice. Like It's just a weird sort of song. bit of saxophone in there. And uh, that's Working Week's only entry into now as well, so we won't be seeing any more of that. But that is a bizarre song. Don't know why it's in there. Video's not particularly good. Right, don't get it. Talk Talk, they'll be coming back at some point with Dum Dum Girl. Don't like this song, not very good. And too much repetition. Yeah, it's a really weird video as well. I don't know if I watched the right version. It's just a bit of a weird song. There's not much to say about it. UK number 74 and number 34 in New Zealand. They really liked it for some reason. And then we've got Kajagoogoo. Hey, I thought we'd oh. seen the last of them, but they're back. Uh, the hair's all different. They've, VHS only. They've gone for, like, yeah, 
They're, yeah, they are. Yeah. The VHS only band. Good. They've gone for some better hair, like some more sort of normal hair, and they've like done the bass guy up. They've like sorted all his hair out, and he's got a little nose ring, and they've like made him look because he's the front man now. They've like made him look nice. He doesn't look as weird as he used to. Oh. Still playing his Chapman stick. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a nice wobbly synth solo. This is quite a good song. It's not as good as the Lion's Mouth, but it is pretty good. Catch a go-go fan. I know you'd love them. The, only, the problem with it is that the verse is stronger than the chorus because the verse is like really good. It's like, Much more than I have ordered. I loved you like a daughter. <laughs> really good. Um, yeah, very slap bass heavy again. Of course. Uh, this only got to number forty-seven. It's really annoying me because as Lamal rises, he's yet to reach his peak. They're going down, but they're so much better than Lamal. Like, their songs are better than Lamal's because the Lamal one coming up in a minute is not very good. Um, Lamal. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned before, the, these guys are from Leighton Buzzard. Who are they? Yeah, Leighton Buzzard. Ah, yeah, we'll hop back. Um, Yes, that's the last we're seeing in Kajagoogoo. I've said that a couple of times. <laughs> they just don't seem to want to die. I think you're just such a big fan. You're just pretending like there's more songs on the video so you can talk about them more. I definitely think it's... We wouldn't fact check like, it, to be fair. I yeah, wouldn't look it up. I'm not it's like up. a worm, you know. You cut off, <laughs> cut off part of a worm and it carries on. So that, cut off Lamal, he's the worm's ass or head. I think the only like people him. that are laughing at the record company have got two bands for the price of one, haven't they? You've got <laughs> yeah. Lamal and Kajagoogoo now. And nobody can tell the difference, can they, Martin? <laughs> well, it just feels like it's not worth the effort to try and work out the difference. <laughs> Mighty War with Come Back, the story of the Reds. I think this is something to do with Liverpool Football Club. It was John Peel's favourite song of the year. But you only think, you're a Liverpool fan, aren't you? I thought you'd be singing this one at the terraces. Well, it's sort of half a song about kind of coming back after defeat and half a love song. I don't really understand it. Like, I think he got a bit yeah. confused when he was writing Love it. of the game, yeah? Yeah, I can see why Peel likes it, but I don't really like it. It sounds like the pianos, it's sort of kind of driving. It sounds a bit like, don't walk away in silence by um, Joy Division, but with better singing. <laughs> um, yeah, really forgettable chorus. Like, I don't want to say too much bad about it, because it's about boys. You'll never walk alone. It's not as good as Pass and Move, the Liverpool groove, is it? No. No. No, it's not. Is there a so, I mean, go, go raps for- in it? Going for a different team, it's not even as good as Come On Your Reds or oh, Status Quo. Yeah. Oh, Status Quo again, you see? Only, the, only the, the team that are clearly the baddies in football, Man United, would have a Status Quo song as their song. Because Status Quo are clearly the baddies in rock. <laughs> hey, I'll have you know, when I was a kid and I hated football, but I wanted to appear that I liked football so I wouldn't get beaten up, Manchester United was the team that I supported. <laughs> <laughs> I supported uh, Arsenal. Yeah, no, that's just because they were doing well at the time. <laughs> so a man knew. They had a big hit in 82, had a number three in 82, but this one got to number 20 in the UK, and in Ireland, where they have quite a lot of Liverpool supporters, got to number 19. <laughs> oh, we're nearly there, we're nearly there. God, this has been a mass, mammoth Thank one. Christ. Right, that's the last we'll be seeing of the Mighty War.
And so we get to eye level, our song. Um, kind of a sort of calypso-y, reggae-tinged, new wave synth-pop job here. Uh, this one didn't even chart, so I don't know why it's even in here. You can't even find it on YouTube. They were on the last one, weren't they? I level the last VHS. Mm. Our song? No. No, I think you might have sent me a link to it or something. Isn't there a UB40 song called Our Song? You're thinking about IOU by Freeze, I think. You're, think- you're thinking about Our Song, which is the song by UB40 about like how you should position yourself. <laughs> oh, this isn't any of the Our Song. Our song. Yeah, this our isn't song. any of the Our Songs that you would have heard of. Basically, imagine Seal in a new wave band, and that's basically what this song is. It's all right. Like, it's not a bad song, but it didn't chart. No idea what it's, what it's getting anywhere. Oh, I really hope we get all three versions of Killer on now. Like, the Seal and Adamski, Adamski on his own and Seal on his own. That would be great. <laughs> you give me too much, too much, too much Lamal is here. He's still yet to have his peak, but he's got too much trouble. This is a very rubbish song. Too much, too much, too much trouble, too much, too much. It's really lacklustre. This is why I'm getting annoyed, because he's getting more famous with crap like this that got to number 64, and Kajagooga on the way out. Uh, that is, that is, a, that is, I don't like that. I don't it, like it. It's, yeah, he's playing cricket in the video. It's not very good. So he's still got his ridiculous hair, but with cricket whites. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a screen grab. Yeah. Scare myself, just thinking about you. I scare myself, when I'm without you. I scare myself, the moment that you're gone. I scare myself. And then Thomas Dolby, back. Hey. Thought we'd seen the last of him, we're hyperactive, but he's here with... I scare myself a kind of uh, sort of spicy rumba type. Spicy rumba? Brooding. It's a bit like red guitar. It's kind of brooding. That's disappointing because hyperactive was a good bit of fun. Yeah, this isn't. This is, this is I don't know, sort of loungy, steamy Latin. It's not very good. Um, but he went on to write a load of film music. He wrote a load of songs for Howard the Duck, Fern Gully. So he did a lot of film music in the 80s. But um, Howard the Duck is like one of the most critically reviled films. Isn't he? Thomas, yeah, but it's got a cult following. Isn't Thomas Dolby like famous for creating polyphonic ringtones? Was he? Yeah, I think like he worked on. Wow! Like there's so yeah. much I still don't know about Thomas Dolby. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> Have uh, you written a biography? Have you read his biography? Right in. Uh, I just heard that. I think I heard that on an interview with Adam Buxton because he was on the Adam Buxton uh, podcast. They love a bit Dolby. They love a bit Dolby ABC yeah. and and all that. Next kind of love. Yeah. So UK number forty six, and that's our farewell to Thomas Dolby as well. Right. So the last one on the VHS. Thank fuck. Like a real slog. Oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Yes. His, yeah. His use has been put to, uh, his talent has been put to use to create hundreds of digital polyphonic ringtones. Wow. Including the polyphonic version of the infamous Nokia theme. Oh. How annoying is that? He's like. That would be a great ringtone. He's, uh. Yeah, and he specialised in software for mobile phone ringtones. Yeah. But how annoying is that? Like, you do all of that and everyone's still like, are oh, you the guy that invented Dolby? 
Not on the polyphonic ringtone, though. He should have called himself Thomas Polyphonic Ringtone. That would have sorted the problem right out. Yeah, I guess he didn't know he was going to make polyphonic ringtones when he named himself. People don't plan their careers properly. The the weather girls did. They knew what they were doing. Fucking Thomas Dolby. so fun first, or whatever they were called. But I think everything should be invented by someone with that name. I think, like, canned food should have been invented by someone called Timothy Canned Food. It would just be better. Right. Yeah, Blue Nile, Tinsel Town in the Rain. That's the <laughs> band is Blue Nile. Blue Nile, yeah. Tinsel Town in the Rain. This is sophisticated pop. Again, this is sort of sort of coffee table new wave. It's really boring, dreary, plodding, videos boring. Again, boring videos. Like, this song only got to number 87. I'll get that on the VHS. It's got a shit video, and it's a shit song. I don't understand it. I really don't. Well, it seems like the VHS is the dregs of the pop music. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah, but sometimes there's little gems on there as well, like IOU. That was really good. But, yeah, this time... Kajagoogoo again. Uh, again. Boys, yeah, that was my highlight on the VHS. Oh, I thought you meant there was another Kajagoogoo. No, no, no. Fuck, say no. <laughs> oh, that's VHS done then. VHS done. Oh, that is everything for this podcast. Oh, that's not. It's, how, what? Oh, now that's oh what yeah, I jumped the gun. Let's have a look. I jumped the gun. There's quite a few. I mean, I liked Reflex quite a lot. That was a real good good start. Yeah. Yeah, put that in there. Well, the start's not great. I put Against All Odds by Phil Collins in there because I like that song. Two Tribes, yes. Yes. Yes, please. White Lines, oh yes. yes. Nelson Mandela, oh yeah. Yeah. Queen, I want to break yeah, free. Yeah. yeah. Time it's usually a good time. song on the second song. Yeah. yeah. Young at Heart, I put it in there. No. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, oh God. Was that it? Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Yeah. yeah. I put the Thompson Twins ones in there. Yeah, I thought well, I quite like that. I thought it's good. I think once you've got quite it's a few songs men. in that play, yeah, 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 yeah. and that's my lot. Well, that's oh, quite a lot. That's oh, quite more a lot than you had on the last. I one. liked Susanna. I yeah. thought it was fun. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't memorable enough for me. Uh-huh. I had to just listen to it again to remember what it sounded like. I remember making I made too many gay jokes the last podcast, and I remembered. I don't remember the exact pun. But the one I thought better of was it was something to do with Sophistopop and and fisting <laughs> over that. So yeah. yeah, and on that bombshell. <laughs> right. So yeah, write in with the Andrew Ridgely or just someone. Why are we saying write in? It's <laughs> <laughs> it. not the eighties. Two thousand. It fucking is. Fucking is the eighties. Now is the eighties. You yeah. can't. You know, so you can't facts. mention yeah, email to Andrew Ridgely's from the 80s. He doesn't have modern technology. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want any letters from Ridgely. All right. Pen. Email, tweet, uh, you know, Instagram. carrier pigeon, Instagram, MySpace. <laughs> Bebo, bring Vine back. Face party. Yeah. Any of them. Any of the social. Face party. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder, Grinder, we're on them all. <laughs> we're not on those. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that look like you on Grinder. That's all I'm saying. So... The bears, the bear scene. <laughs> yeah, he's right. <laughs> not gonna. Right. Catch you next time for now. Four. Yeah. Bye.
Hi guys, thanks for listening. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Hi guys, thanks for listening. You can find us online on the socials. Twitter and Instagram at NWT underscore podcast. Thanks guys. <laughs> See, it's good. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. <laughs>